Beloved slime, slime, beloved slime. What's Gucci? What's Gucci? What's Gucci? What's Gucci? It's your boy, um, Graf, back at it again with the podcast. Back at it again with the podcast. Back at it again with the podcast. Um, R.I.P. Crazy Lou, man. It's only right that I started off like that. You know what I mean? It's only right. This episode is dedicated to Crazy Lou. Yeah, R.I.P. My G. Rest easy, slime. Um, what's up guys, what's up, what's up, what's up This is What on the Screen Podcast, episode 60 Jeez <laughs> Episode 60, episode 60, man Episode 60 Um, how you guys doing, how you guys doing Um, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good No complaints my side No complaints at all Um, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good So, um, what did you guys get up to this weekend? I hope you guys are doing good. I hope exams are treating you well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You niggas is studying. Y'all niggas is studying and shit. Because it's, <laughs> it's, exam, it's exam time period right now. So you niggas are really like studying, studying, man. Good luck with that, though. Good luck with that, though. If you're committed, you will do well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then again, also, if <laughs> there's also people who like um, studying, like crunching, dog. What do they call that shit again? cramming that's the word cramming niggas like cramming a lot of people that i've spoken to um they like cramming i don't know why bro it's like it's like some new phenomenon like people are so into this cramming shit like don't cram dog like but then again teach his own because i was never like a crammer when i did cram your dog yeah i won't lie dog i hated cramming dude because cramming makes you so like paranoid like are you gonna do well are you gonna succeed well you know what i mean like preparing like a week or two before the time that's like the wave for me that was like always the wave i have to i have to have to have to have to prepare before the time so that i can excel wow but teach his own you know what i mean it's 
it's one of those situations but yeah this is well on the screen podcast episode 60 um i had a good week man i had a, i had a decent week um i had a pretty decent week yeah i had a pretty good week um what was i doing this past week i watched two movies there's no power most powers powers over we're waiting till jan for the new episodes um i watched two new movies man i watched um the south african it was okay let me not say south african it's a it's called official secrets it's called official secrets um it's kira nightingly Sure, dog let me just say this man um kira nightingly dog she's been getting in her espionage bag i'm not even gonna lie dude she's been in an espionage bag dude like she been 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 in an espionage bag and she think now dog that's the thing with um unproblematic white women they age like powdered milk dog built to last forever you know what i mean they're they're built to last forever so she's she's been in so many movies this year like think about like four or five um she 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 was in this movie that i i decided to watch um because i'm really into like the espionage and secrets and stuff like when it comes to like state security cia type shit i'm really into that so i saw it i saw it on my site where i download movies and it came up so i was like okay shop let me watch the trailer then i read on it it's based on a true story um one day in 2003 in the lead up to the iraq war british intelligence specialist Catherine gunn receives a memo from the nsa with a shocking directive the united states is enlisting britain's help in collecting compromising information on un security council members to blackmail them into voting in favor of an invasion of iraq unable to stand by and watch the world be rushed into war gun makes the gut-wrenching decision to defy her government and leak the memo to the press really really like it's a really really good movie it's directed by gavin wood the man who made tootsie if you guys remember that who won who won an oscar for that movie um he directed the movie um tootsie uh he also i think he also directed was he no he wasn't he wasn't in connection with district nine but he's he's directed a, a lot of movies he's a legendary south african director so i was like oh shit because i didn't even know he directed it before prior to me watching the film at the end of the movie they showed oh directed by gavin gavin hood so i was like oh shit uh i was like oh shit this is lit but anyway um so i watched this official secret you guys should really check it out it's based on a true story and shit um really really ill i don't want to get into it all i'll say is this film this film is is really good man i think this film is for is for few people i feel like a few people would like want to watch this film um it's for those who doubt the role of governments deceiving the people they're representing it's an amazing british film totally love loved it based on a true story about how britain and the u.s entered the war in iraq in 2003 directed by south african filmmaker gavin hood who directed tootsie the film that speaks the truth and has the courage to bring corrupt governments to account Kira Nightingly gives her best performance in her career. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. It's really, really, really good, man. It's, 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 it's very, 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 very good. It's excellent. You guys should watch that shit. It's called Official Secrets. Kira Nightingly is thick as hell in that shit, bruh. Oh my days, bro. Oh my days, yo. She thick as hell, bruh. Dog, that's what I said. I was. That's what I, I had a conversation with Frank on Twitter when um. And Hathaway popped up on the timeline, and he quoted something because they 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 do this new bomber club thing where they like 
compare things so they compared her from her career to how she looks now and she still looks the same so frank was like yeah she's rich and then i was like nah man she's this uh unproblematic white woman age like powdered milk man they age really really well they're built to last forever dog <laughs> you know what i mean so yeah it's she's she's also one of those women who are so unproblematic you never ever hear her say anything bad you never ever hear her in the media over bullshit and she's 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 dope man and she thick as hell in this shit man i was so shocked bro i was like oh my god she's thick and she just had like she just last year she had like twins bro so i was like oh shit this is insane so yeah man anyway um i also watched shyla labeouf's latest movie uh the peanut butter falcon yo dog this is also a really good movie it dropped this year as well just like official secrets it's it's really good man it's really good um this is this is like his second uh, offering this was his second offering to me because i remember watching american honey in 2017 oh my god that was also pretty fucking insane as well that was a really good movie too um i thought the movie was an eye-opening inspirational buddy love coming of age film about a boy with down syndrome who escapes a nursing home shia labeouf delivers once again with his unique choice of story and phenomenal cast with spectacular acting performances i gave nine out of ten for the movie everyone needs to watch this movie asap so the movie is about um uh this boy who has down syndrome uh he he has down syndrome and he's he doesn't really have a home he doesn't really have family members at all so he's in this nursing home um the girl that's in what's that movie that you guys like watching um 50 shades 50 shades of gray um dakota johnson she's in this movie with shire uh really good man after running away from a residential nursing home to pursue his dream of becoming a pro wrestler a man who has down syndrome befriends an outlaw who becomes his coach and ally really really good man you guys should check it out it's absolutely phenomenal it's deep as fuck bro like it's deep as fuck shia labeouf has this interesting way you know of like picking the most like the most unique stories like he like he picks the most unique stories and he decides to like make a movie out of it like american honey american honey was about this young girl who's in a foster home and then she ends up doing prostitution really really deep and it's it's about a black girl so it's 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 really really deep he he he's he's got a unique touch bruh from a nigga who used to do transformers to indiana jones and also wall street type of shit to this this is this is like this is big and there's another movie of his that he's also dropping it's um about like his dad that he's in as well so i I can't wait to watch that movie i think it's called honey boy so yeah man shia labeouf is in his fucking bag dude and he recently said in an interview that he's thankful for the officer that arrested him in 2017 i don't know if you guys remember that big thing where he got arrested for like protesting and shit and wilding out like he got arrested and he said he's so grateful to the officer that arrested him like he goes fishing with officers and shit so yeah that's growth man i think that's growth i always always feel like that's how rehabilitation for jail should be you know what i'm saying like for people people get rehabilitated and then they can let out back into society and they're like grateful for shit you know what i'm saying not to say that it's always like that you know what i'm saying Shia LaBeouf is a white man after all and he has money so you know what I'm saying it's different folks for different strokes 
but yeah um that's the movie you guys should check out it's really really good as well um i recently i was watching also a, a western movie just last night actually i was watching a western movie called the ballad of lefty brown really really good as well um if you're into westerns modern western specifically then you'll fuck with this like if you saw hello high water um what's another one there's open season as well uh there's a few and i also yeah so i, I watched this lefty ballad of lefty lefty brown really good it's a revenge movie this dude's uh best friend gets shot and he seeks revenge on it but there's a good plot twist there you know what i'm saying it's it's a normal plot twist you know most americans it's a normal plot twist but it's it's good it's a decent movie watch that shit it's also really good the ballad of lefty brown watched it last night and then i also watched an australian western as well the night before on saturday night um called the proposition with guy pierce really 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 good man that's also a really really good one as well um man australian westerns are like such a fucking gem i was i was tweeting about it on my burner account um south african westerns are like so fucking underrated bro i mean australian westerns are so fucking underrated bro like they're super super underrated last year i had i think i had two movies on my best 2018 movies list that were australian westerns they're pushing it bro they're pushing it they're they're really doing the most and that's really that's really dope so check that shit out as well um what else did i watch this past week yeah i'm talking about this series that i stumbled across as well it's a netflix series i think it was released in 2017 it's called godless it's it also looks very 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 good like it's it's i think it's 10 episodes yeah and it was released 2017 via netflix so i'm I'm gonna be hopping on that series i still need to watch green frontier uh that colombian series that's related to esoteric and uh native american shit so i need i need to i need to hop on these things man i've been sleeping dog Uh, i'm still watching i'm still watching this wu-tang series so far i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it um yeah uh what else happened this past week what else happened this past week oh yeah football bruh football 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 yo my nigga actually no 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 not football not football man um i got jailed on twitter that's what we need to talk about yeah um so like i got i got twitter i got in twitter jail for like a week because i was tweeting um mark homie lyrics back to a homie shout out to toby shout out to the homie toby the little homie shout out to the little homie toby um i quoted this song like on my main account and i played the song and i said yo this song could save humanity it's a song by matt Kami of uh haitian buddy older hbo the song is called 1080p so like yo this song could save humanity and then i have like the meme that the michael jordan crying face meme you know what i'm saying because the song is really really good and then the homie toby the low homie toby um he <laughs> he tweeted me lyrics from the song and then i tweeted him lyrics back and um the, the quote is um fuck niggas take stand-up niggas for granted if you were fuck nigga then fuck nigga vanish you know what i'm saying so i tweeted that back to him and then twitter came immediately and deleted the tweet and said i have to remove the tweet i violated uh twitter twitter rules such and such what what they said yo you violated the twitter rules you're suspended for seven days you can't violently threaten someone based on their race and what have you you know what i'm saying so i got in trouble for tweeting fucking mac homie lyrics dude 
unbelievable. That's the last time I think I'll be tweeting Mac Homie lyrics in a long time. So I decided to, yo, let me make up a burner account. Um, so yeah, I started a burner account. Grab got the burner on Twitter. <laughs> it's so peaceful on my timeline. I, I'm not even gonna lie, dude. It's so fucking peaceful on my timeline, dude. There's no drama on my timeline. There's absolutely no drama on my timeline none whatsoever like it's so peaceful bruh it's less toxic i'm not i don't even really care to tweet that much obviously because i'm in jail but yeah i'm thinking of like even extending the jail but i can't because i have to drop this episode so yeah it's one of those things uh i'll probably just tweet the episode and then just get back because getting off of social media is such a it's such a jam man it, it makes you realize the shit around you you know what i'm saying and embracing and, and appreciating the little things in life dog you know what i mean <laughs> it's really like niggas in jail dude like you appreciate the time that you've spent but yeah um it's so less toxic it's less overcrowded no one really followed me from my old account which is dope because i know people don't really fuck with me like that and then um the only people that follow me is frank the homie from the the sound the sound club podcast shout out to him and obviously d and toby and yeah and the homie Kamo as well rap religion shout out to the homies and yeah that's about it dog that's the only people who really followed me so it's it's dope it's chill it's people that i talk to that know me yeah so but anyway it <laughs> i still can't believe how sensitive twitter is dude i think i'm gonna have to like maybe get off twitter soon man get off twitter soon i was still i was thinking about going back on instagram man i was thinking about going back on instagram but it's so tight there on Instagram also, dog. Like, I don't have an Instagram account anymore um, because I got suspended off the ass well. <laughs> I got kicked off, and, like, and I never went back after that. Um, I was going through my things because I used to upload, like, drawings and sketches and stuff, me making beats and things, and then also, obviously, lean and drugs and shit. So um, I got kicked off because of that shit as well. So I was like, you know what? Fuck Instagram. I'm never going back there. So I n- I've never been back there. But I do this thing where I look on the woman that i appreciate like their beauty and i check on the instagram and i go through the i scale through the the pictures and stuff and go and see like let me say aisha diaz some local woman too um and then and then there's this new thing on instagram where if you don't have an account dog this bloop comes up on your phone when you're just like skimming through the pictures and it says yo you have to log in otherwise you can't continue dog such bad shit like yo dog they censoring the fuck out of things bro you can't even just like observe anymore and lurk shit man it's it's insane but yeah anyway yeah um my birthday's coming up on the 18th of november not that it matters um it's one of those things where i see like my birthday as just another day dude like it's whatever if i do something slimed in cool if i don't i right, cool bro but I'm not gonna go on my way to like go to the club or some shit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like those are like for specific, specific times and birthdays. Like, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to cop you Jordans, my nigga. I'm trying to buy you Jordans and stuff. So I'm like, Jordans? Ah, I'm like, nah, man, forget about it. And she's like, yeah, because you keep talking about wanting Jordans and stuff and stuff like this. And then I'm like, yeah, it's something that I would like you know what i mean i would like jordan i have one pair but it would be dope to have another and then she was like yeah i was like yeah i was like yeah jordan's is cool but i'm like over it man it's like it's like whatever it's like i don't really need jordan's dog that's like three thousand bruh 
30,000, dog. I can, I can, I can uh, invest. So when I said invest, <laughs> she laughed at me and she was like, yo, my nigga, you want to invest like 3,000, dog? So I'm like, yeah, if you're going, if you want to buy me like two, uh, if you want to buy me two shoes, let's say you want to buy me the Jordan, snap, and you want to buy me an Air Force, that's about 6,000. You can must contribute 6,000 and invest it, dog. So I was like, yeah, fuck, fuck Jordans, man. I'm like, nah, mom, fuck that. Just, just, just give me the cash and i'll invest in something you know what i'm saying that's that's much better for me personally or like open like an account and have shares in some but in in some business like energy dog there's so much money you can make in energy the shares dog you know what i'm saying so i was like yeah fuck that i was like nah fuck jordan's dude i don't, I don't need jordan i don't need another i don't need a pair of jordan you know what i'm saying i don't need another pair bro you know what i'm saying but yeah from a, yo I, I think about this a lot like um i'm speaking to someone right <laughs> shorty i'm speaking to a shorty um and i'm having this conversation she, wait she's asking about my birthday and shit so i'm like yo thinking about it nah. and i've been tweeting i think i tweeted this the beginning of this year and I, but the beginning of this year and i was like yo i've never had someone's daughter has never ever like gave, given me a gift bro for like my birthday like at all like never ever um my pre my prior relationship I was supposed to get a, a Xbox controller so me and this person could play together FIFA and game together. You know what I'm saying? That would have been ill, but I've never received anything <laughs> from somebody's daughter because the relationship doesn't go longer than the year, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't go longer. We we don't even some we just reach a year that it's done, bro. That's usually how it is. Even with Valentine's Day, like I've never celebrated that with a partner ever, dog. It's so fucking trash, bro. I'm so fucking. So it's kind of it's kind of funny how these untold stories come about, and then you hear like, "Yo," then you're actually grateful that things didn't go the way that they were meant to go. You know what I'm saying? I was also listening to uh, an interview with DJ Premier, where DJ Premier was saying for the Gangstar single "Family and Loyalty" with J Cole on it. J Cole wasn't the initial person that DJ Premier actually wanted to be on the song. He actually wanted drake to be on the family and loyalty record or kendrick before j cole so i was like oh shit i was like look how look how god works bro look how amazing that was j cole blessed us with top five verse of this year you know what i'm saying so it's 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 kind of good how the universe works the universe sorts itself out the universe really sorts itself out man yeah um so uefa champions league happened this past week as well um i watched ajax versus chelsea oh my god bro what a, a fucking strange game that was the most strange game i ever I've, I've ever watched that was this freaking strange game it was as strange as um spurs versus manchester city i don't know if you guys remember that battle and then the the last goal sterling scored was rolled out because of VAR. um listen man VAR is so problematic dude like the inconsistencies of VAR is so fucking insane like it's absolutely garbage bro it's ruining football and the thing is var is at the end of the day it's still human beings that decide on what's going on it's just the referees inside the the var setup box where they check the the video and the footage and then they tell the referee to make the decision and at the end of the day the referee on the field is still the one who makes the decision you know what i'm saying so i feel like var would only be applicable if we had ai like artificial intelligence like if a robot was doing var 
and the robot decided yo this is a goal this is not a goal then i would fuck with var then then please by all means get var in you know what i'm saying but if it's not that dude if it's not that if it's human beings human beings make errors bro like jesus bro that referee dog this this commentator was bragging when i was watching the game talking about the referee he's been a referee for 31 years and i'm like but this nigga's caught making calls that an, a referee with experience would never do bruh look at the goal that the penalty that chelsea got that wasn't even a penalty bruh that wasn't even a penalty dog that wasn't even a fucking penalty bro hey dude let me not even lie dog first half ajax were playing ajax were playing ajax destroyed these niggas dog 3-1 dog Half time, 3-1, my nigga. That ZH goal, dog. Oh, my fucking soul, bruh. That was so Marco Royce-esque, bruh. Nigga took a free kick, dog. At, like, the corner, dude. And this man shot bruh. He took it nicely, dude. And it hit, it, hit the, it hit the post and hit the goalkeeper in his face and went in, dog. Absolutely beautiful, bro. Like, beyond words. I told you guys, that ZH guy, that man is the one, dude. That guy's tactical awareness is out of this world, bruh. His tactical awareness is insane. That nigga, that goal he gave to Promise. Oh my days, that vision, dog. Oh my god, bruh. Now, Ajax were playing amazing the first half. Second half came about and Ajax just disappeared, bro. Ajax literally disappeared, bro. Um, Ajax absolutely jumped into a whole nother universe dog they must have jumped into the parallel universe Danny Myers is always better rapping about because they literally disappeared bro the defense started fumbling dog then Chelsea started scoring goals and coming back dude what a comeback from Chelsea um insane comeback very very good match man I was disappointed because that coach he should have put Huntela on um he should have made it he should have made arrangements dog but hey man it was a good game it was the best it was the best game i've seen um this year of uefa for sure without a doubt um then english premier league also happened this past week um arsenal 2-0 arsenal's 2-0 lost to leicester yo my nigga let me tell you something bro everybody knew that arsenal wasn't winning that shit dog niggas knew we all knew bro we all knew those niggas were not gonna win that game i told you niggas about jamie vardy dog i told you niggas jamie vardy came dog jamie vardy overcame dog by miles bro by miles and he's top goal scorer and he's top goal scorer this season you know what i'm saying um so yeah they lost 2-0 arsenal were playing well let me not even lie the first half niggas were, niggas were playing hard niggas were playing niggas were playing they were playing half dog as, as soon as second half happened dude those niggas just shut down my nigga and it, it started opening they, they started opening Bo- both teams were actually defensively the first half they were actually super mid bro they were like mid like there were openings everywhere but as you know Leicester have the best defense in the league right now so they they knew what they were doing second half came on I knew J- I knew Madison was gonna score because Madison is really good as well. So I, I I tweeted I was like, "Yo, Madison, this is your chance to score a goal because he got a free kick like literally his his space to do it, and then it's just over the crossbar." 
Second half comes on Madison assist. That nigga great, bro. That that young boy great on the flanks for Leicester. Just as that boy is good, bro. That nigga was opening the field, bro. That guy was opening and creating spaces, dude. I was also surprised that um, Emery didn't start um, Nicholas Pepe. I think he would have flourished in this game. All three of um, them, uh, Lacazette, um, Obama Young, and Nicholas Pepe. I think they would have flourished. I think they would have killed it if they were all three working together. You know what I'm saying? But Leicester was just too much, bro. Jesus. Arsenal started opening up like crazy, dog. After that first Jamie Vardy goal, dude. Like, they started opening up crazy. And then Madison came in and did what he does best, dog. That goal. Yo, my nigga. For the curve, bro. I'm not going to lie. This past weekend... They've been they've they've been amazing out of the box goals, bro. Amazing. Um, Wolves one two one over Aston Villa. My nigga Neves scored the amazing long range goal. And then of course, like I said, the Mexicano blood, the Mexicano, the Super Mario Mexicano dog, the Fiesta 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 mexicano raul jimenez blood yo my days fam that nigga that guy was struggling um in the game i won't lie he was like determined to score but he just it just wasn't happening for like 90 for like 80 minutes dog 85 minutes this nigga was trying his utmost to score dog utmost there he scores dog but but there we fucked up like i told you guys our defense is our defense is trash, bro. There they scored. I thought we were going to have a clean sheet. I thought it was going to be 2-0. Because we were up 2-0. And then these guys scored just the second half. Just before the end, they score. And I'm like, ah. I'm like, yeah. Nah. This defense. We really need to buy a defender. We need to buy two or three defenders. And then we'll be fine. Um, Next season comes the transfer window. We really need, we really need to cop three defenders, dog. Because... Our defense, bruh, our defense, it's shambles, bro. It's shambles, it's shambles. But well done, the Wolves. I knew we were going to win. Thank God we won. You know what I'm saying? Raul Jimenez doing what he does best, dog. He's the, he's, he's one goal less than Sterling, who scored in all competitions. Um, So, hey, man, Raul Jimenez is doing his thing, bruh. He's, he's the one. He's the one. I told you, niggas. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one. Um, Liverpool versus Manchester City happened last night. Yo, my nigga, when I tell you a massacre occurred last night, Liverpool destroyed these niggas, dog. The strike, the curse of Puma strikes again, blood. I told you, niggas, bruh. I told you, niggas. We told you, niggas. Liverpool is winning the league this season, dog. Niggas are not playing, bruh. We said this at the start of the season. Liverpool is winning. Well, Liverpool is winning the league, bro. They are winning the title, dog. We, we, I said this shit. I said this shit. And it's coming to fruition, bro. It's coming to fruition. My nigga, the way Liverpool were playing, dog. Yo, my nigga. Yo, Manchester City looked like a B side, bro. Like a B side squad, dude. Like a B division, dude. Yo, my nigga. My nigga. My nigga. That that goal from Fabinho. Oh my fucking god, bro. That was such a smacker, dude. Out the box, dog. Run up, dog. Shh. Just like a rocket, bro. Shh. And you know the funny thing is, now when I saw the lineup for Manchester City, and Pep said, "Yo, Edison is not gonna be goalkeeper." Then I already knew. I said, "Ah, L loading," because Claudio Bravo is not. 
Cardio Bravo is not a good fucking goalkeeper at all, man. Like, he's mid, bro. Like, he's absolutely mid, slime. Like, no Capadonna, dude. That nigga is mid as fuck, dude. That guy costed them the that guy costed them the loss, bro. He costed them, bro. The second goal comes in, yo, dog. Let me not even lie, dog. The left backs, bro. These niggas were playing, dog. These niggas, the these niggas were playing, bro. These guys were playing diagonal passes, bro. In the sky, yo, my nigga, my dick was getting hard, bro. These niggas were playing. That was straight porn for me. The goal that happened. These niggas are playing long range, dynamic passes. So they pass it down. Homeboy passes it to um, Mane. Mane crosses it to Salah. Hit it, dog. Just one, two, three. Just three passes and it's a goal, dog. Jeez, blood. Yo, dog. The Dutch in me, brother. Dutch, the colonized side of me and the Dutch in me was so happy. Because that's just how Dutch football plays, bro. They play around the whole field. That's like my favorite thing to do. Even on FIFA, dog. You play the entire field, dog. That's the wave. That's the wave. Visions, blood. Visions, fam. Um, they scored. They, they uh, Man- Manchester City at least got one back. Bernardo Silva at least scored one back. But it it, it didn't matter, dog. It it didn't matter because they couldn't come back, dog. It was already three 0 dog. So <laughs> niggas couldn't come back, dog. It was it, it, it was whatever. It was whatever. Mane also scored. A, Mane also scored. Yo, my nigga. Yo, they, hey, dog, those niggas destroyed Manchester City, dog. But I knew Manchester City was going to lose. There was a nigga in the squad, this Agilino nigga. He looked like um, a Ku Klux Klan member. You know what I'm saying? He looked like uh, Ethan uh, Edward Norton in American History X with the shaved hair, dude, and the tattoos, bro. Ku Klux Klan vibes. But yeah, man, that was the Premier League. Bruh. Chelsea, Chelsea, you better do something because Leicester. Uh, at least we're eight on the log. We're eighth on the log now, so that's good. We just have to keep going, keep the winning up. I think we can make. I think we can make top five, bro. I think if we really put our heart and mind into it, Wolves, we can make top five. I trust you. Um, I had you in my predictions in top five. So yeah, man. Um, Chelsea, Chelsea is surprising me because Chelsea, I didn't even think they were gonna make it. But they but they're playing really really well. So shout out to them. Um, also, this past week was also um, the anonymous million mask march. Um, it's a worldwide protest against like human rights violations and corruption of governments and things like that. It's a worldwide event that happens every year on November fifth. It's like March against Monsanto that happens usually in February or March. Um, the last time I went to one of these protest marches, I think it was 2017, dog. 2017, yeah. It's been a while. I'm not even gonna lie, since I've been, because it's been it's been quite it's been quite low. Like, not a lot of people go to the anonymous protest in SA anymore. The last one, the last one was at the Mustanelson Mandela Square, so that's where we were at. But it's it's really good, man. It's really important to go to these protests and. Get to understand what's going on, Wagwan. You know what I'm saying, and the level of the level of urgency of these protests and the the end goal of these protests. I mean, look at uh, March Against Monsanto. There you have NGOs and people now, laws in SA that are looking into GMOs. That's why you can see now there's labels. We, we they were fighting for getting GMOs labeled. 
and their GMOs are labeled, even non-GMOs. It's now labeled. It shows you that yeah, this has non-GMOs in it. This is vegan friendly. No preservatives. None of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's it's beneficial. It's gonna take some time, but it will happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's really good. Um, also, it was remember remember the fifth of November was so it was it was it's it's significant to. Um, V for Vendetta, must you know, must remember, remember this the fifth, the fifth of November. So, it's it's really good. It was a worldwide protest. I saw people in China were protesting as well. They had the anonymous mask on. Um, I saw London. I saw India. I didn't see SA though. I didn't see SA though. Sad man. But yeah, it's it's very important. You guys should like you guys should look these things up, man, and like go to these protests. There's even the Starbucks protest. Thank God, Starbucks is like getting out of here now. Finally, like yo, dog, niggas have been protesting, dog, Starbucks, dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, because of what they're doing with the na- nature conservation and shit like that. It's like Fiji water and shit. Same, same thing. I still have to watch the series on Netflix that um that deals with these documentaries on things like this with corporations. I think it's called Unnatural Selection. Let me just Google this correctly yeah unnatural selection this it's a series um pioneers in gene editing techniques and artificial intelligence confront ethic and technological challenges unlike what humanity has faced before um that's one of the shows there's another one where um it's also like a documentary series where they go into like the corporations behind all these big corporations like fiji water there's like an episode where they they talk about fiji water and how the water that the fiji water corporation uses is destroying the conservation of that specific ocean in the pacific you know what i'm saying so it's it's really intellectual shit to look up to man, and look into you know what i'm saying so check that shit out um another sad incident as i said in the beginning of the podcast um crazy lou man crazy lou we lost another one south africa we lost another one south africa hip-hop we lost another one we lost ben sharper we lost pro kid um we lost double hp and now crazy lou my nigga pro kid as well oh dude and now and now crazy lou sad man absolutely sad um rest in peace crazy lou aka luther yakanawa cohen who played a vital role for me growing up as a jit now i mean slime i remember him on sabc sabc's x attitude and he had his own show um called the crazy lou show he was also signed in in the group jersey as we all know who birthed the new sound in south africa known as motherland crunk i remember him being closely linked to altito mugs and them dog you know what i'm saying he had such he had a really a really versatile style man like <laughs> he wasn't your conventional um rapper like he was so versatile with shit i mean that's what made him stand out to me like in the group and shit like he could like he could literally like <laughs> he could literally make um he could literally make a dance whole jamaican vibe song dog what clot bumbo clot puts through all shit you know what i'm saying like it was on the dance hall tip wagwan you know what i'm saying like all all the vibes he even had that song with uh don dada he could even go ahead and makes um make laugh songs dog like <laughs> you could make you could make love songs for the girls dog that nigga was a real nigga dog jeez bro that guy was a real a real nigga the, the, the and the love song that i'm t- that i'm that i'm talking about 
the love song that I'm talking about is uh, Queen of My Heart, dog. He'll make songs like Queen of My Heart or like or like funny songs like Internet Girl. Like he was so fucking versatile, dude. Like and his voice, bruh. Like he had this re- unique fucking voice, dude. Like you you think he's a foreign ass nigga, but he's from Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Um, he also went on to do his own thing with uh, Yakuza Records. Men's had Asian descent. You can just peep his name. Um, he was only 30 years old. He was only the age of 30 when he passed on Friday night. Um, he passed away due to an asthma attack in Cambodia, where he had been staying for three years. For the past three years, he's been staying there. According to an article that I read, a couple of articles I read, Slime, prior to the incident, he was also in a coma last year. Damn, and it's, it's really sad. It's really sad news, man. Rest in paradise to Crazy Lou and condolences and prayers to the Cohen family during this rough time. This is what this is this is one of those situations actually wait before I say that let me just um silence this for a minute Yeah man RIP crazy Lou uh this is what well, this is what I was what I was what we've repeatedly mentioned on the show man that hip hop artists should really make sure that their well-being and health is in order slime like real shit especially you youngins out there that sign deals like at a young age in this industry and the label and the industry the label don't give a fuck bruh like they don't give a fuck about your health they want you overindulging in pearls and lean so that you can keep making the money dude and they can make money and profit off of you you know what i'm saying profiting off of pain you know <laughs> that's something i frequently say on here um another thing that another thing that i i think record labels should do and companies but i know this won't happen where they insure artists like artists get insured you know what i'm saying and they go through psychological evaluation so just so that they can make sure that they're mentally there you know what i'm saying um but that's a conversation for another day you know how these record labels are record labels don't really care about how the well-being of the artist is as long as you're making that record label money and shit you know what i'm saying so they can exploit you um another thing i wish lou crazy lou and les and bongs and ish squashed their beef uh and differences i mean before he passed that would have been amazing to see but yeah man r.i.p crazy lou you will be missed man you are a pioneer the game and you shall be missed for sure for sure for sure sad man really sad if you lost so many fucking hip hop legends in south africa dog so many dog just in the last span of a year or two dog so many so many um pretty ugly drop um speaking of new music pretty ugly dropped he dropped the project called goat um so i listened to the project you know when a rapper, nah, <laughs> I know this is gonna sound f- like f- like I'm hating or some shit, but it's just my honest opinion on the review. Um, you know when a rapper tries too hard to show that he can rap, nah, like the vibe gets destroyed because of all this thoughtfulness. That's what this project felt like to me. The first track was dope as fuck, bro. The first track was dope as shit, slime. I thought it was ill. Um, man's had flame on the chorus and witchy as well the song i'm talking about is melanin in my skin but personally personally for me this project bruh in its entirety felt like man's was just in the booth freestyling and when he was done he was like yo 
let me send this to mans and them and get a verse now i mean slime it was one of those things i don't think the project is bad but i don't think the project is good either as i said the first song like it had me like yo this nigga pretty ugly coming with some shit you know what i mean that's that's how the first the first song made it seem in my mind it, it fooled me and it, it typically man, it like manipulated me and made me feel like yo this nigga's coming with some shit you know what i'm saying this nigga's coming with some shit um then three tracks in you're like ah oh, damn man there's really nothing here you know what i mean man's really like man's can really really rap he's really amazing at putting words together wordplay but that's it that's it that's all he's giving me um i gave the project the 2.5 out of 5 that's me being generous um the standout song on the project is track one like i said melanin in my skin featuring flame and witchy um i respected the fact that he was trying uh something new with having joints being between four to seven minutes long but this is one of those cases now where you don't have the range as an artist to be making a seven minute song you feel me you're exceptional you're exceptional and phenomenal for like a good hard verse or two and that's it but but yeah man go cop um pretty ugly's goat project out on all streaming platforms support local man slime real <laughs> shit support local bro um faith faith also is faith also dropped hey, yeah 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 nah yeah faith the human trafficking ketsy dropped an ep this past weekend also as well she teased that she's making music now when she dropped that mediocre 16 in the whip listen man that cover art already put me off like the 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 cover art of that project already put me off uh the plastic surgery on galdem man slime (laughs) listen you already know abroad got plastic surgery when her navel placement is somewhere abnormal and it's looking hella snacks blood you feel me law but that's no knock to women who want to modify their body by all means do you ma do you i'm just giving you my view because i feel like you won't find beauty from that needle queen that shit's within know what i mean <laughs> i'm sure someone will put like the r killing me with what i with what i just said you know what i mean um I'm not even gonna lie to you. I never even listened to that shit because one, my moral code won't allow it. Human trafficking is a dub to me, bro. And if you're a part of that, stay the fuck away from me. And two, I'm not that horny enough to listen to her talk, watch her reality show even. Now, why the heck would I want to hear her rap slang? Y'all bugging, bro. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh shit man just stick to selling box for 2k on instagram uh, like just stick to doing that faith the human trafficking kids you just stick to selling box for 2k on instagram now me just stick to that shit just just stick to doing that you know what i'm saying just just stay in your lane you know um but yeah uh that that's about it that have that that that's happened this past week pertaining to um pertaining to music j cole said he's dropping an album in 2020 um it's called fallen off interesting title a very interesting title he has this unique way now of drawing in um fans like <laughs> that really don't fuck with him like um he he dropped last was it last year was it last year was it last year was it this year yeah it was last year kod kids on drugs he dropped that as well um he got backlash for that some of the songs and they were cool 
um now he's dropping a new album fallen off in 2020 so yeah um absol is also dropping an album in 2020 as well he 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 teased that when he dropped the freestyle at some show i think it was in i think it was in in la i think it was in la he dropped the he dropped the freestyle and he was yo uh he's coming soon bro just be patient which is funny because this nigga's albums always get delayed at tde dog like every single time bro like this man's albums just get delayed bro at tde niggas is like niggas like don't care at all bro like niggas don't care at all so he's dropping next year he was supposed to drop according to sources that were like yo this guy was supposed to drop this year but we know how TDE works, and especially with Absol. Absol will have to take another year, then it drops a year later. But um, I'm excited, man. I, I really like Absol. I thought that Do Without Wilt went over people's heads. Like, that was a really good fucking album. Like, it's I still play that shit. Because that shit was so potent, like, lyrically potent. Um, and stuff like that. It was... Obviously, it had... Um, dark magic elements and alistair crowley and esoteric knowledge attached to it like with the wiccans and shit like that and pagan stuff so it was it was interesting and it was interesting how he coined that topic as well you know what i'm saying um love is the law you know what i'm saying so it was interesting to see his perspective on that shit it was it was deep man you guys should really go listen to that shit again i know we like control system um but i feel like do without world deserves its props just like control system because it was really really lyrically and conceptually that album was super duper slept on dude absolutely du- super duper slept on um and then also I, I, we heard some some new news from my homie man from the homie illy y'all remember i interviewed him on episode 35 um um essay hip-hop live hip-hop live essay um the homie the big bro according to him he says that international artists who were coming to essay in 2020 lupe fiasco eminem saba noname az little baby scissor her and immortal technique that's the list i saw so far but i'll give you all in january once m artists all already agreed you don't have to believe me like you did with Nas and Migos. Problem is, Eminem tickets will be expensive and it'll be a one city show. I think it'll be Cape Town. NB, Johannesburgers, y'all might have to travel to other cities to see similar others. So apparently, her is coming. Her is going to be performing in Joburg, according to the homie. Shout out to the homie Illy, man. Um, go peep the episode 35 of the interview with Illy. If you haven't peeped it out, really good interview as well. A gem. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I trust my homie because he's really within the culture like he's deep within the culture i mean he's interviewed international artists like farrell munch he's interviewed sky zoo apollo brown al zai he's interviewed proverb p.o you know what i'm saying mt on his show it's all on his show yogan blackrock so he's well connected in the industry so i believe his word i remember having a conversation with him last year because i know at back to the city last year that lupe fiasco was initially supposed to come and perform Lupe Fiasco was initially supposed to come and perform at Back to the City last year. But then, because of visa problems, EPMD was set in. EP- EPMD came in. So, yeah, him and I was even talking about that because I was like, yo, I feel like Lupe's going to come. And he's like, yeah, you're right. He's supposed to come. 
um but visa complications and what have you so i was like oh shit because that's exactly who i thought btcc was gonna announce but anyway man um shout out to the homie for dropping that um i'm excited to see little baby i'm excited to see her obviously her is amazing and obviously my goat uh obviously i would also like to see lupe fiasco az obviously also another goat of mine but my ultimate goat who i would love to see immortal technique hands down bruh hands down i want i want that nigga to even come to my house dog meet my folks meet my mom dog who loves that nigga uh his music and dog let him get some food blood and we talk and we get a history lecture dog because you'll learn you'll learn more in your entire history of high school and university from one immortal technique interview than your entire scholarship at school blood real facts dude real facts but yeah um someone i think i would like south africa to bring i see niggas are not serious about this they need to bring playboy cardi bro playboy cardi is the goat bro that's my nigga dog that nigga is super duper lit we we need south africa needs to really stop playing and bring that nigga here dog like for real for real for real for real for real um but yeah um smack url recently announced um smack volume 5 small room battle event um the first announcement was a verb versus dna um second announcement that they just announced yesterday was ram nitty versus chiller jones uh man let me just tell you this bruh i'm excited though i'm excited i know i know a lot of battle rap fans are like yeah we don't want to hear a verb versus dna well that's cool for you fam because i really want to watch the battle and i want to hear wagwan with them niggas because i already know they're static there's heavy static they were supposed to battle in like 2016 they were like supposed to battle 2015 2016 niggas was running dog niggas was running away from averb and we know averb is one of those battle rappers that he talks but he backs up his talk like he'll go to your hood and he'll battle you bro he's that he's he he's a he's a soldier blood he's a soldier definitely on mount rushmore um dna versus averb DNA's been on a, DNA's been on a, uh, uh, I won't say, let me just say, DNA is not your, 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 your everyday battle rapper. Like, you're not gonna, not, like, not everybody's gonna be interested in him. He has that boring factor. He has a boring element. But he's really good when he gets in his bag. And I feel like the partnership with K-Shine over these past couple of years, they've definitely helped him. Like, they've definitely given him more oomph. And more inspiration to get in his other bags you know what i'm saying um i think the battle's cool i'm gonna watch it obviously because i love battle rap we all know this we all know i love this shit um i think the battle's gonna be good man i think the battle's gonna be good but the the second battle though the ram nitty versus chilla jones yo my nigga yo 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 lyricism boy lyricism fam this is now for the lyricists dog this is for the lyricist my nigga like these two niggas these two niggas can like really really rap like the wizards blood ram nitty is obviously one of the gods of the small room battle environment the volume cards he's a god at that shit he's like he's an alien that nigga is in his entirety he's like the best rapper in the world right now like he's the best rapper in the world right now the shit that he can come up with in a week the material that that nigga can come up with in a week bruh it's out of this fucking world it's something your favorites 
your favorite rapper of all time w- won't be able to do that shit like the shit that he can come up with is just so fucking insane bro and chilla jones is also a very underrated penmanship uh lyricist rapper he's definitely top top 10 pens for me in battle rap i know a lot of people put him in top five i'm not mad at that um of all time so he it's gonna be a really really good battle but it's different man ram nitty you you can't battle these niggas in volume cards in the small envi- small room environments but you can't battle ram nitty in there you can't battle new jersey twerk you can't battle all red because those are the three the three gods of the shit they those are like the three gods of the small room like if you battle them niggas in the small room you 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 sat me bro you dead bro you dead it's finishing club with you it's club it's finished you you sat you dead bro <laughs> there's there's no there's no coming back but this is gonna be a good battle um i think the culture one for sure definitely um this would also be really dope because chilla jones is currently be- gonna battle um a rematch for the title at KOTD. So if Chilla Jones wins that battle and gets the chain from um, Real Deal on KOTD, and then he comes to URL and he wins against, which is highly unlikely, he wins against Ramnity. That's history, bro. That's crazy. That's insane. So yeah, man, it's gonna be a dope ass battle. I already know who's gonna win, Ramnity. Obviously, that's a god in that room. That nigga is an alien. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think. I don't think Chilla Jones can stand against that dude. And he's gonna be in the Smack environment again. Um, the Smack crowd really doesn't fuck with Chilla Jones as well because they also seem and deem him as boring. Um, it's sad, man. Him, Danny Myers, DNA, and YK, Young Cannon. Those are like the the three or four battle rappers that, like, they fans just don't respect them niggas. And those guys can really, really rap, like, consistently wise. They've never ever had bad rounds. Like they're so serious about battle rapping. Like they always come with three solid rounds. Obviously, Danny Myers has flopped recently, but he still get, he still gets crowned because for like five years straight or six years straight, he's been consistently. No matter who it is, you can be in a big league, you can be in a small league. He's gonna treat you like he treats everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, it's gonna be lit man it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be super duper lit man but yeah guys that was what on the screen podcast episode 60 um i told you guys i'm gonna be trying something new so enjoy this background music and shit you know what i'm saying um my song of the week my song of the week is my song of the week 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 is uh j balvin featuring bad bunny la cancion la cancion um it's a really really amazing spanish song i'm super lit and i like bad bunny a lot dude and this song is just i can play this song a million times dude it like gets me so emotional it's such a fucking dope song but yeah man that's um what on the screen podcast episode 60 it's your boy grav I'm out. Have a beautiful week further. Good luck with these exams. And keep going. You're almost at the end of the race, bruh. Life is not a race. It's all about endurance. Remember that. Yeah, peace. (laughs) Be safe, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Pero pusieron la canción Que cantamos bien borracho, que bailamos bien borracho, nos besamos bien borracho los dos. Pensaba que te había olvidado, eh, pero pusieron la canción. Eh, 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 que cantamos bien borracho, que bailamos bien borracho, nos besamos bien borracho. Justo cuando creía que por comerme a dos o diez te olvidaría Cogí un respiro y me salí de la vía Y como un pendejo no sabía lo que hacía Nunca lo superé, nunca te superé Hasta me aprendí toda la balada en inglés Respiré y conté hasta tres Eres la fantasía oscura de Kanye West, bebé hey, Hace tiempo lo barato me salió caro Ya solo tuiteo a la loca disparo Cómo olvidar la bella que era en el carro Es que yo solo pensaba que te había olvidado yeah, Pero pusieron la canción yeah, yeah. Que cantamos bien borrachos Que bailamos bien borrachos Nos besamos bien borrachos los dos Pensaba que te había olvidado Pero pusieron la canción yeah, yeah. Que cantamos bien borracho Que bailamos bien borracho Nos besamos bien borracho Los dos, ey, ey Ya hace tiempo que no venía a mi cabeza Pero ya van par de cerveza Y me acordé de cómo tú me besas De todos los polvos encima de la mesa la playa, el motel En casa de tu pai cuando yo te iba a ver Las veces que tu mai no llegó a coger Tú brincando mojadita, sudando Chanel Yo sé que lo nuestro es cosa de ayer Y me pone contento que te va bien con él Yo ni te extrañaba, ni te quería ver Pero pusieron la canción que te gustaba poner Y me acordé de ti Cuando me hiciste feliz Se acabó, pues me fui hey, Yo mismo me río de mí que te había olvidado, eh, pero pusieron la canción. Yeah, yeah. Que cantamos bien borrachos, que bailamos bien borrachos, nos besamos bien borrachos los dos. Y yo pensaba que tu nombre estaba muerto, eh, pero te soñé despierto, ey, hoy salí pa' la calle suelto, sin sentimiento, el corazón desierto. Y yo pensaba que tu nombre estaba muerto, pero te soñé despierto, hoy salí pa' la calle suelto, sin sentimiento, el corazón desierto. 